to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Matt Basinger on the line. He's the CEO over at SwellSpark. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate you having me, man. So I'm really excited to get into WellSpark um, and what you're doing with your various companies. I mean, shared experience uh, type uh, companies are super interesting to me. I think it's an amazing trend going forward, and I can't wait to get more into what you're doing and what, and what you see the future of uh, your shared experience uh, um, locations uh, to be. That being said, let's get a little bit more into your background just to start. Uh, so, Matt, how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, I am your stereotypical accidental businessman. Um, and <laughs> so I was, I was the guy who I think I did business 101 at the University of Kansas and said, this is terrible and I hate it. And uh, <laughs> so my undergrad, yeah, my undergrad was sociology and I got a master's in education and I actually worked uh, in collegiate athletics with the NCAA and the Big 12 Conference and eventually the University of Kansas uh, right out of college. Um, upon getting my master's degree, took a job as a, the director of college guidance at a secondary school, a prep school here in the Kansas City area called St. James Academy. Um, and I didn't realize that I was essentially a workaholic. Uh, I, I've always enjoyed work. I've liked every job I've ever had, but you know, when I was a secondary school counselor, I had summers off. And in the early days, I thought that would mean a lot of, you know, travel and, and maybe some laziness. And I found out pretty quickly I'm very bad at being lazy. And so I started a film company uh, back in 2010 and ended up doing a lot of weddings and events and kind of parlayed that into doing a lot of restaurant and tech based event work and then as bizarre as it sounds I, I got really into fitness and so contracted for some of the bigger uh, fitness organizations that you're aware of was putting out fitness dvds and and uh, helping a lot of fitness professionals promote their brand and it got to the point that i was from a finance standpoint i was doing more uh creating more income you know in a month of side work than i was doing an entire year uh, as a guidance counselor, and, and while I loved the school that I was at and still had a great relationship, I decided to go full-time doing my own thing. Um, and so stepping away from doing, uh, you know, working in education, I gained 200 extra days, um, you know, so I all of a sudden had even more free time. And so instead of just summers off, it was like I had the school year off. It was just working summers. Um we got to the point that I was starting a family, so I needed office space out of the house so that I would be a better husband. Um, and uh, I started with opening a soda shop in Lawrence, Kansas, was my first customer-facing business. I sold that in 2016, 2017. Um, and then that was when I got into kind of what you know now, uh, SwellSpark, as far as this idea of um, interactive, customer-facing shared experiences. 
Man, I love your story. And one thing that you said that I can relate to, and I don't know too many other people that that are like this, and that's that part where you said, I loved every job I had. And I thought about, you know, I kind of have that attitude. I can't really think of a job that I had that I was in. I've had some interesting ones where I was like, ah, oh, I didn't. I feel like even even during that time, I loved it. Like, I don't know how or why. And maybe it is the workaholic thing. I've been, I've been trying to figure it out myself. But um, great stuff there, Matt. Um, one thing I want to bring out, though, and cause there, there's some younger listeners listening, you know, maybe they're just getting started out of college or they're a couple years out and they're starting their careers. Now, you've obviously had a couple of pivots, one from your more traditional, um, you know, role as a guidance counselor, um, moving into then full time, um, you know, film and production um, to where you're at now. Um, what kind of advice would you give some of the, those new entrepreneurs or just new college graduates and some of the pivots that are in front of them? You know, I think there's three main things that uh, when I have the opportunity to speak with folks that I like to focus on. Um, and I'll preface by saying these are simple concepts, but simple doesn't always translate to easy, right? And so even though these are things that uh, you can say, oh, like all you have to do is this, um, there's a whole process and a way to do that. But the, the concepts in their simplicity, I think if young entrepreneurs, if young people trying to get into this world can focus on discipline and time management, that's two of them. Um, if they can just be disciplined in their approach and if they can manage their time well. And what I mean by that is, for instance, like I, I'm a fan of Reddit, right? I'm a fan of Facebook, I'm a fan of Instagram, but I have it set up on my phone where I can only go to those app services for three minutes a day. And so what it's done is when I get on, we'll say Facebook, like I'm going for a purpose, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a friend who's looking for a job in Washington, D.C. I'm going to go on and I'm going to do a search of my friends who live in Washington, D.C. so I know who to connect them with. I'm not just doing the mindless scrolling. Um, So I have a disciplined approach to how I use social media. And I think that actually makes it far more worthwhile. Um, And as far as time management, you know, one of the if you go and you meet someone for coffee, you know, nine out of 10 times you say, Hey man, how you doing? And no one wants to say I'm great or I'm doing well, or I'm doing bad. The, the response that you tend to get is um, I'm keeping busy, you know? And I think we have this glorification of busy and everyone feels really busy, but um, a lot of folks who've gone through the startup process really have an understanding of what busy means. Busy means those seasons where you're working 60, 70, 80, 90 hours. And, and those can't last very long, right? Um, but I think the long and the short you have of those two answers is discipline, time management. If you can, you know, if you spend an hour less on your phone every day, then you're gaining a whole day of work back or a whole day back every month, a little bit more than that, actually. And that's actually three work days. So just by using your time well. Um, and then, honestly, Adam, there was a third thing that I wanted to say, and I forgot what it was already. So it'll come up later. I, I have faith. No, I do too. Um, and Matt, what I want to do is I want to I want to switch it up a bit because uh, you have sure. a lot of interesting things going on over at Swell Spark, and uh, I want I want to get into those. So, um, what what kind of um, projects are you working on, and what's your vision for this overall company? Because you're a pretty d- dynamic guy. Yeah. So Swell Spark. A lot of people are like, "What the heck is Swell Spark?" Right. So we're a Kansas City-based company, but we have locations in Seattle, and Honolulu, Kansas City, Omaha, Wichita, um, and we're actively growing other markets as well. But we focus on shared experiences, and what I mean by that is we focus on stuff that people can do together for fun. Um, and so the manifestation of what we see that uh, is axe throwing. So we run 
I think, the best axe-throwing venues in the country. Um, and then we also do escape rooms. And so on the escape room side, we're the only escape room, for instance, to be rated in the top five by both the USA Today as well as TripAdvisor. Um, and so we do some of these concepts that you see as what some folks might call pop-up concepts. We, we do them to a high degree. Um, so we operate 12 locations over the course of the country. Uh, and so Swell Spark, yeah, we, we also have, like, we do things like Choir Bar, and we have something called Epic Aloha. Um, but the goal and the heart and the purpose of what we're trying to do is um, coming from this idea that I, I think relationships are formed by people spending time together um, and people spending time together doing fun things in particular. Uh, there's this, I think sometimes when we say the word fun, people take it the wrong way. They take it as like a cheapening of what we should actually be doing. I mean, I think a lot of our entrepreneurs would say like, oh, if it's not hard, it's not worthwhile. And, and I don't agree with that. I think, you know, we're designed to have fun. Um, it is something that we strive for every day. It's something that is childlike and wonderful. And so we really value fun. And so our, our goal is to create fun activities for folks. And what I love is the idea that people can come into one of our axe throwing or escape room venues and they can have fun together for 60 or 90 minutes. But more so, they can then go to dinner afterwards and talk about what they just did for another two or three hours because it's now become this kind of foundation or a jumping off point for those relationships to get richer and deeper and more involved. And so kind of like a good road trip or a good summer camp, it's like those things, but in a bite-sized chunk, you know, hour, hour and a half at a time. Um, and we take great pride in what we do and what we provide for the communities of which we have locations. I love um, I love the concept, and I also love it's pretty ahead of the trend. And I'll tell you where I see this as. I see the experiential and like the whole escape room, axe throwing, all these things is you know the the past trend, if you will, was movies. So you sit down, you watch movies, like that would be a good date night or something else. Now um, I think, and and the, I guess you'd say for like your millennial and even your your next generation after that, um, I get the the big spend on these on these festivals, multi-day festivals, people spending their money on things to go and have an experience versus going to watch something and to be passive. They want people want to be a part of what's going on. So I think that this model really, whether it be escape rooms, whether it be axe throwing, whether it be, I feel that's going to be one of the huge trends going forward, that, that that's just going to be, there will be a point to where that will be so whether it's this or different types of experience, what it could be, it could be any of them. There's a ton of them out there, um, but those are going to be really the um, how people entertain themselves and how people interact in the future in terms of that public setting. Whereas again, in the past, we just go to the movies, but now going to the movies, you're sitting next to somebody and you don't really get to interact, and you can talk for a couple minutes after about what you think about the movie, but that's not really that's not something that you remember. Like a, a week later, a month later, you're not talking about about the movie you don't remember you've seen 10 other ones and it doesn't matter but in escape room you'll be talking about the experiences you had in, escape, in an escape room a year later five years later remember that one time when we went to that and you were terrible <laughs> or whatever it doesn't matter yeah, and that's that's the joy of it right is these are oftentimes the first time people are experiencing these things and you know, you, you've hit on something and there's there's good data, right? So mm -hmm. from 2006 to 2016, traditional retail of shopping centers um, dropped from 76% to 61%. And so when you go to a shopping center now, you go to a shopping mall, at this point, only six out of 10 stores 
are are retail. The other four are things like dentist's office or um, you know ping pong clubs or whatever. And so I, I think as retail grows online, the smart retailers are trying to figure out a way to create experiences within their stores. And so we you know we do consulting as well. Um, with brands of how they can create great experiences in those stores. And those aren't things that we own or operate or manage ourselves, but I think we really have pinpointed this idea. And it, again, it sounds simple. It sounds so dumb, but people like to do stuff, right? Like, can we all Netflix every night or Hulu or whatever? Like, yeah, of course, you know, and it's hard to leave your house because you have every movie on earth at your house, right? You have every comfort at your house. So if people are going to go out and risk not just doing something free or easy or cheap, it better be awesome. And so for us, we try to create things that are, I mean, things that are worth leaving your house for. Um, but when when I was born, right, I'm 33 years old. When I was born, bowling was the top sport in America. And there's great data and literature about the death of bowling and how its numbers have declined significantly. But what's fascinating is bowling is still happening, right? Bowling alleys are still opening. Um because people like to do stuff. Um, and so we, even though our, our, our concepts seem a little bit new and maybe out of the box and even strange, like at the end of the day, we are providing a platform for people to have an amazing time with their friends and family. Um, and so there's, there's no shortage of ways to do that. There's no shortage of um, ideas that folks have. And what's, what's been really fun for us, especially, you know, we're open in Honolulu, which in some ways is like another country, you know, it, it is another world in Hawaii and there are just some nuances as far as the demographics of that area. Um, but what we've come to find, you know, cause our escape rooms and our ax throwing is as successful in Hawaii as it is in Kansas city. And what's really, I think a beautiful idea and picture of humanity is that people like to have fun everywhere, right? Like I don't care what city or country you're talking about. People enjoy having fun. And there are ways that folks have fun that looks very different in India or Australia than what we do here in the States. But I believe that the folks in the States would enjoy it. It's just a matter of getting them and giving them the opportunity to try something in a relatively safe capacity um, so that they can, you know, enjoy the many ways to have fun all over the world. That's awesome. So, Matt, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on SwellSpark, what's the best way for them to connect? Yeah, so, you know, we're on every social media at SwellSpark, um, SwellSpark.com. Um, and then, again, we so we have locations uh, in Honolulu, Kansas City, uh, Omaha, Lawrence, Kansas, Wichita, Kansas, Seattle, and then we'll be opening more concepts. And so if you want to keep up to date, we have newsletters, we have lists, but swellspark.com. So swell like an ocean swell, spark like fire.com. You will find everything you need. You can also just give us a call, right? Our number is posted on there. If you have questions, give me a shout. We'd love to chat. All right. Well, hey, Matt, I really appreciate you coming on the show and telling us more about what you're doing over at SwellSpark and your vision for it. Uh, to the audience, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I'm bringing you new episodes each and every day on the podcast. Um, Matt, thanks again for coming on the show.